This is the state for Thursday, April 27th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on campus news, a group of students gathered to protest the Board of Trustees' refusal to release thousands of documents detailing the university's handling of disgraced ex-MSU doctor Larry Nasser's sexual abuse cases. By making this decision, the board chose not to comply with State Attorney General Dana Nessel's request for the documents to be released. The controversial choice attracted criticism and confusion from members of the MSU community and survivor organizations. One student, communications junior Charlotte Plotsky, said she planned the April 25th protest outside of the Hanna administration building because she did not believe the board's decision was acceptable. She said by refusing to release the documents, the board was denying justice to the survivors. During the protest, Plotsky held a sign that read, My tuition is not your hush money, and let students in chanting, Silence is violence. She used a megaphone to address people inside the building and passersby. Plotsky said the board's decision was possibly an attempt to cover up third-party actions. She said the university is still cowering in fear and concerned more about money than survivors. She also said she would not stop fighting the decision until the board holds itself to the same standards that students are held to and justice is served. For our second headline, focusing on city news, the East Lansing City Council is facing an anonymous complaint citing unethical behavior and breach of the city charter. In a letter received by Interim Human Resources Director Emily Kenny and Interim City Clerk Marie Wicks, an anonymous public servant claimed Mayor Ron Bacon, Mayor Pro Tem Jesse Gregg, and Council Member Dana Watson are at fault for recent resignations from city officials. In a statement made Monday by the East Lansing City Council, including all members of the executive board, the city will be opening an investigation relative to the complaints. The anonymous letter writer said the departure of former and longtime city manager George Lahanis was politically motivated, alongside questioning new budgeting processes through official salaries. Additionally, the complaint mentioned connections between the city's diversity, equity, and inclusion director, Elaine Hardy, and members of the council as cause for unethical behavior and breach of the city charter, alongside additional accusations surrounding internal operations made by the writer. The writer concluded by asking for an investigation into their complaints against the East Lansing City Council and mentioned officials detailed throughout the letter, calling for an independent or neutral third party to take the case. The council members in the statement said they will be hiring a third-party investigator and that after 90 days, inquiring about the status of the investigation. 
for our final headline of the day, focusing on more campus news, seven of Michigan State University's top administrators, including interim president Teresa Woodruff, agreed to file a single motion to dismiss controversial former business school dean Sanjay Gupta's lawsuit, which alleges they defamed him in a presidential succession plot. They will have to file their response by May 22nd, according to the agreement. The lawsuit alleges that Woodruff's decision to remove Gupta from his dean position for a mandatory reporting failure was part of a power scheme to ensure that Gupta would not be named successor to outgoing former president Samuel Stanley Jr. and to enhance Woodruff's personal ambition to become president. Woodruff and her alleged co-conspirators are yet to publicly respond to the accusation. She declined to answer questions about it at a recent press availability. At the board's April meeting, the first one since the report's release, faculty and alumni within the business college spoke in support of Gupta, while elected representatives for students and faculty heavily criticized him and the report itself. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting generally sunny skies despite a few afternoon clouds with a high of 61 and a low of 44. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with our last episode of the school year with more.